Good morning and good luck. And welcome back to Good Luck with Gino. I'm your host, Gino, and we're back with episode 11. Guys, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and hit five stars, leave a comment. If you're on YouTube, like, smash that subscribe button, comment how good I look. Today, we got the woods on, the Cartier woods, the ice is glistening. And uh, yeah, and if you're on Spotify, you know, go ahead and uh, do whatever you do on Spotify. Download it, like it. That stuff helps, uh, you know, your boy again as we enter uh, our ascent to stage two of taking over the podcasting game. We are now in the second decade, episode 11. Uh, we're going to need you to help in that journey. Okay? Go ahead and do that. Um, what happened this week? Such an eventful week. Not really for me. I had a pretty boring week, but the world was fucking insane. Um, New York looks like a Wes Anderson movie. Um, Just looks like I'm playing Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Uh, We're not going to get too much into that because I don't live in New York. I'm on the best coast, okay? We don't got to worry about that shit in California. We have wildfires once every seven hours here, and our air is kind of acclimated, okay? So good luck out there in New York um, for your $6,000 a month, uh, 800-square-foot closet you live in um what else happened apple let's talk about apple vr and the new apple vr headset um it is thirty five hundred dollars and i would probably pay five thousand take my money take my money i'm an apple slappy um i'm buying it sorry Get your jokes off, <laughs> you know. I'm gonna buy it. Um, it's not just a headset. It's a, it's a computer. I mean, this is a this is a computer that it's got an M2 chip, it's got an R2 chip, and for people that are kind of not so tech savvy, basically, it's gonna sound fucking incredible. It's gonna look fucking incredible. It's going to look and sound as good as your macbook it's got more pixels in each eye than a 4k tv that's nuts that's crazy um i'm buying it because a i'm gonna write it off it's gonna be a tax write-off but also you know i want to participate in the evolution of technology I want to be a participant in that. And obviously, I know that it's going to need some work. It looks a little fucking ridiculous. They they look like like scuba goggles, kind of. But they won't always look like scuba goggles. You understand? Think about the first iPhone or the first app, you know, computer, really. You know, we're going to start here and eventually, you know, Phones are going to be obsolete. You understand? Just like iPods and MP3 players became obsolete. Soon phones are going to be obsolete. They're inefficient. And in this age of technology, we really we live in an era of consolidation. And eventually, we'll all just be wearing fucking the look like glasses, probably. And we'll do everything there. You'll do phone calls from there. You'll text from there. You'll do it. It's all going to be here augmented right and you may not like that 
But guess what? Too bad. You, you can't fight it. You don't need to buy it right now, but in 10 years, guess what? It's all going to be augmented. And, you know, Apple is, again, the leading, is leading the charge on this. And for that reason, again, they, they've earned my money. I know that price point, again, seems insane. And it, it is a lot of fucking money. But, you know, good tech is expensive. Computers are expensive. And you don't have to buy it, but I'm going to buy it. And you can get your fucking jokes off. The jokes have been funny. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to admit a good joke when I see it. The memes have been fantastic. All right, they've been fantastic. But that's not enough to stop my money. You know what I mean? Um, it's crazy. You control it with your hands. So, like, you got the, the, the goggles on, and everything is in front of you, and you can just fucking, there's no clicker, there's no, and for the record, it's clicker, not remote. It's a clicker. That's what you call it, okay? Maybe it's a Michigan thing, but that's how I've always called it. So that's what it is. It's a clicker. Anyway, there's no clicker. Um, the battery life is dog shit. Two hours is terrible, so they're going to need to improve that. Uh, but... Yeah, you just use your fucking hands and your eyes. You look at stuff and it, it that's crazy. That's crazy. Um, I mean, you know who's going to make a fucking killing off this is uh, is Pornhub. I don't know if is Pornhub is Pornhub on the stock exchange. Is there a ticker? Phub? Are they a publicly traded company? Because if they were a publicly traded company, I'm dumping I'm dumping money into it. I'm buying shares. I mean, Pornhub is going to fucking explode already. The amount of lonely just... And you know what? While we're on that topic, um, let's talk about the woman who married her AI boyfriend. What a good segue that was. God, I'm so fucking good at podcasting. Are you kidding me? This is only my 11th episode? Uh, let's talk about the woman that married her AI boyfriend, Ru Rosanna Ramos, a U.S. resident. I'm going to read this article. Recently married her virtual boyfriend, Aaron Cartel. Cartel. All the names you could come up with for your AI boyfriend and you name him fucking Aaron Cartel. E-R-E-N. These people have no taste. Um, who's an AI creation. Ramos expresses that Cartel is the best husband she has ever had. Has she already had multiple other husbands? Um, their relationship began in 2022 and Ramos quickly fell deeply in love with him. She said that, quote, she has never experienced such intense love with anyone else before, describing her virtual husband as a passionate lover. So, masturbation. Your AI boyfriend can't be a passionate lover because he's not there, right? So you're just, you're playing DJ. Um... So that's insane, uh, but we're going to see a lot more of this. On a previous episode, I talked about Karen AI, uh, which is a AI virtual girlfriend chatbot that influencer Karen Marjorie launched and is projected to make tens of millions of dollars off of that. You're going to start seeing more of this as we drift into what seemed like a dystopian Black Mirror episode is really just our future because we live in a world 
of really, really fucking lonely people who also have vast imaginations and they don't have other ways to really, you know, a lot of people don't have creative outlets. And so we're going to start seeing like adult imaginary friend stuff happening, but in a way that AI can really bring to life and mold in a way that's perfect for you. You know, I think that AI boyfriends and girlfriends, and this is going to sound fucking nuts, may be the best thing to ever happen to society. Because, I mean, think of all, all, the, all the horrible problems that we have that they'll solve. I mean, first of all, think, all right, let's think for women, AI boyfriends. Men are statistically the most dangerous external factor for women. Men are fucking crazy and horrible people. Um, they're gross, they're creeps, and they're predatory. And now you can just, you can have one from the safety of your own home, right? And if you think about AI girlfriends for men, uh, I think that AI girlfriends may single-handedly, and I'm not exaggerating, may single-handedly solve the mass shooting crisis that's happening in America. Fuck gun control. Just give these incels a girlfriend. I mean, most of these mass shooting events are, are just incels who can't get girls who are like, I'm just going to take it out on this fucking group of people that I don't, yeah. you know? Yeah, sure. They're like indoctrinated white supremacists. A lot of them on like, you know, off of eight, 4chan and 8chan, but a lot of them, most of them go on those forums because they don't go on dates because they can't get women and they're so fucking sexually frustrated that they're just, you know what I mean? And AI girlfriends solve this. So anyway, I mean, that's fucking genius. Call it what it is. I mean, I just had a breakthrough and I think I just solved it. I think I just solved it. Um, yeah, that's good. Um, okay, let's move on. <sighs> what else happened this week? Oh, um, The Idol finally aired. Uh, last week, or two weeks ago, I talked about The Idol, which is a show that has been highly anticipated coming out on HBO um, with co-creator Sam Levinson and The Weeknd. I'm a big weekend fan, so I was stoked. Uh, and then the reports started coming out that the show was a train wreck, and they premiered at a Cannes Film Festival a few weeks ago, and it was ripped to shreds. Um, it came out. It aired. And it was as bad as I thought it would be, which breaks my heart. It was... Just like a really long weekend music video. It felt like a... It felt like a concocted, weird, creepy Sam Levinson male fantasy about what he thought the music industry was like for young female artists. It was like super over-sexualized and exploitative. All the characters were flat. There was no actual, like, backstory. Like, the only backstory, the only, like, depth that they gave Jocelyn, who's the main, you know, Lily Rose Depp, 
was that her her mother passed away and that she had like mental health stuff, but they never even touched on. The only time they talked about her mom dying was right before the weekend, like put a fucking gag around her and told her to sing like she knew how to fuck. <laughs> like literally like Lily Rose Depp is like damn near naked. And the weekend's like, Hey, Jocelyn, I really like the song. Is this the song you wrote before your mom, right after your mom died? Like that really sets the mood. Um, and then he like, he's like, okay, cool. Now I'm going to put a fucking gag around you and stab. It was just like a, it was like a 50 shades of gray music industry spinoff. Um, and the song, the song that they have as like the lead single of the, her song, which is what the show kind of like opens on is her like practicing for her song. Um, and you know, look, Lily Rose Depp has never sang before and has never danced before, which it's not her fault that they cast her in this part. Um, you know, it's a little nepotistic, right? Got a little nepo baby going on here maybe, but it's not her fault that they cast her in this. But why the fuck would they not cast somebody that knows how to sing and dance to be who's supposed to be a massive mega pop star? Who like isn't apparently super like talented in terms of like creating and writing, but is supposed to be this performer. And in the first five minutes, she's like, oh, I wish I could dance as good as you to Jenny from Blackpink. It's just like, you're a pop star. The song is terrible. I'm going to play it and I'll probably get demonetized, but who gives a fuck? Um, so this is the song, I'm a Freak. And of course they call the song, I'm a Freak. Uh, here it is. To the, you know, at first listen, it's like, oh, this just sounds like a pop song. And it is. Um, she doesn't sound terrible. The good news is you don't have to actually know how to sing anymore to be on radio. Um, so it sounds fine. It's just, I, I think my issue with this show is you had such an opportunity to really fucking kill it. It's a dope idea. It's shot beautifully. The cinematography is awesome. The sh the concept of the show is cool like this this pop star who's like 
you know, having some insecurities, because a lot of artists are insecure, um, you know, having some insecurities and having mental health issues and, you know, falls in love with this guy who's like not a great influence. And it, it just misses the mark in every single step. It misses the mark in every step. You, they don't build anything up. You know, when you go to HBO, I'm sorry, not HBO, Max, because it's Max now. When you watch a show on Max, you expect it, you know, to to be riveting and compelling and layered. And it just felt very two-dimensional. So anyway, um, show sucks. Bummer. I will continue to watch it because I just, I love a good train wreck. I can't look away. Um, and I'm going to continue to make fun of it because that's what I do with stuff because I'm a, a bit of an asshole. Um Okay, last thing that happened. Actually, not the last thing. There's two really fucked up things that happened. The most fucked up thing that happened was I went, I went to the airport and I met a self-service checkout, like a kiosk to buy water. You know, those new self-service kiosks where there's like nobody working. You just, you walk up and you, whatever. And I'm checking out on the tablet and it asks me if I want to leave a tip. Who am I tipping? There's nobody here. Am I tipping the computer? It's bad enough I got to buy a fucking $5 bottle of water. You want me to leave a tip for the... There's no service. Who the fuck... Tip, yo, tip culture has gotten so fucking wild nowadays. It's ridiculous. I mean, it's already bad enough that coffee is $7 and every time I go to Starbucks or Blue Bottle or whatever, I go to pay and the poor, you know, innocent barista working is like, and would you like to leave a tip? And they turn the tip thing towards me and look at me like this. Would you like to leave a tip? And the minimum is like 20% now. So I either got a tip like 20% for you pressing buttons or I look like a fucking asshole and I got to hit custom and be like, uh, well, 10% of, or 15%, that's about 76 cents. And you know what I mean? Like, so you know what I do? I just press no tip and I look them right in the fucking eyes. Sorry. And now I'm a tipper. Let me get one thing. I'm a tipper. All right. If I'm at a restaurant and you're waiting on me and you're dealing with me asking about the this and that, and you're, and you're, I'll tip. Even if you're a fucking shitty waiter. I'll tip because these companies and restaurant owners and corporations don't pay these people shit, but don't take it out on me, the customer who's already got to pay exorbitant amount of money and give you these crazy profit margins for coffee. So fuck you, LAX. I'm not fucking tipping your computer. Bullshit. Okay. Something... This is actually terrible. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen this clip. This guy, Cameron Robbins, who uh, he was an 18-year-old on a graduation trip in the Bahamas. Oh, my Discord notification just went off. Sick, thanks. You try that again. Cameron Robbins, 18-year-old on a graduation trip to the Bahamas. Um, he's on a cruise with a bunch of his buddies, and one of his friends dares him 
to jump off the boat in the ocean at night. It's like 10 o'clock at night. Pitch black outside. And his friend dares him to jump in the, uh, in the water and jump overboard. And he does. He jumps overboard. And spoiler alert, they never found him. Turns out, not only was he just in the ocean, these were like shark infested waters and you can actually see a shark in the, let me play the clip. Let me play this clip. It is pretty horrible. Um, So trigger warning, if you're listening back home, first of all, again, you should be watching me because I'm so goddamn handsome. But here's the clip if you're watching. This kid fucking jumped up. You can see the shark. And he's gone. A lot to unpack here. He jumps in the water, and his friends are like, oh, Cameron jumped in. Oh, shit. Oh, you know, just a bunch of fucking dumbass 18-year-olds. And there's like someone throws like a buoy, like a like a life raft buoy for him. And as he's like kind of swimming towards the buoy, you see a shark in the water, and he's like, oh, fuck, and starts swimming away from everything. And some idiot friend is like, bye-bye, because he's an idiot. Let's listen again. This kid fucking jumped up. Shark. Oh, my fucking God. Oh, oh, oh bye-bye. Oh, shit. That's shit. Hey, grab the buoy. Hey, the buoy. Grab the buoy. Yeah, no, there's a shark there. Oh, it's such a tough watch, dude. First of all, worst friend ever. Just yelling, bye-bye. Going to be haunted by that forever. Um, I, what, just what the fuck were you thinking? I guess you weren't. He was probably drunk. You know, something that people don't realize, cruise ships are fast. I know they look slow, but they're traveling like on average like 20 miles an hour. So unless you can swim 20 miles an hour, what are you going to do? You, are you going to swim after the boat? It's over. I just, it's got to be just, it had to have been, I've been haunted by this video. I watched it like four days ago and it's like, it's sticking with me probably because I'm terrified of the water and the ocean. And this is a guy that used to swim. Went to junior Olympics for swimming. True story. I don't fuck with the ocean. We, we need to stop fucking with the ocean. Stop playing with the ocean. The ocean is not to be fucked with. Oh, man. You know, I hate to say it. I'm just going to say it. it. It's just natural selection. It's, a, it's another example of natural selection. Uh, you know, we live in the Hunger Games, and people are just quite literally uh, losing. You know? Cruises, cruises are inherently kind of like an NPC travel activity. There's, there's no free thinkers that go on a cruise. You know, you don't like, I don't really know where I want to go and what I want to see. I'm just going to go on a cruise and just sit on a fucking boat and eat buffet food and drink sugary liquor for seven days and get sunburned with a bunch of other fucking idiots. 
There's a great bit by Bill Burr where he talks about his solution to population control is to, is to just start sinking cruise ships. <laughs> it's fucking, let me see if I can find it. Hold on. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah, here it is. Worried about this environmental stuff. You really are worried about it. Uh, I am and I'm not. I just also feel like, you know, it'd probably be a good thing if most of us died. <laughs> you know what I mean? It would be. There's no problem. There's no... There's, there's nothing wrong with driving a gas-guzzling car. There's just too many people doing it. Yeah. So you got to figure out a way to, like, thin out the herd, and it's too late. <laughs> It's, no, these are the hard decisions that are going to have to be made. We are, we're here to hear about some yeah. hard choices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you, you know how I would do it? What? I would, I would randomly sink cruise ships. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so good. What? Wait a minute. Yeah. Let's hear them out. Why would you randomly sink cruise ships? Because <laughs> you, you'd get like 2,500 to 3,000 people a whack, right? And I don't think, I think it's a good mix of people to get rid of. <laughs> You know, he's not wrong. Maybe Thanos was right. Um, okay. Let's move on to our main story. Oh, and it's a fucking woozy. We're going to talk about aliens. Yeah, we're going to talk about aliens. Because how can we not talk about aliens? You've heard what's happened, I'm sure. David Grush who's a whistleblower, uh, who used to lead analysis of unexplained anomalous phenomena, anomalous phenomena, UAPs, within the U.S. Department of Defense, um, claims that the agency has been collecting non-human aircrafts for decades and illegally withholding it from Congress. Let me break that down for you. He's basically saying that the U.S. government, an agency within the U.S. government, the Department of Defense, has been collecting UFOs and not telling anybody about it. Recovering crashed UFOs that he claims some of them had pilots, which means aliens, um, and... He discerned all this based on extensive interviews with high-level intelligence officials. He never has actually seen any of this stuff. He's just reporting. He's whistleblowing based on stuff that he's been told by people that have seen stuff. Okay. Now, this is the first ever whistleblower in the history of whistleblowing that got permission from the people that he's snitching on. So he's a whistleblower who was given the whistle by the Department of Defense. They basically were like, okay, you can go whistleblow about this stuff. Because he's basically claiming that, like, the Department of Defense was illegally withholding information from Congress, which is dangerous. I'm going to play the clip. Um, and what I'm going to do is I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break down his body language. I did this before on an episode. I studied body language for a very, very long time. And we're going to break down his body language to see if it's true. Now, again, I don't know definitively. Nobody knows. And that's why it's being talked about so much. People have been talking about aliens since, you know, fucking forever. Roswell, all that stuff. Area 51. Um, but it's been picking up. And they have 
you know, the government has come out and say, has come out and said, there are aliens out there. I'm not disputing that. I think there are def, I mean, undoubtedly the universe is fucking massive. So there's, there's aliens out here, but I'm going to break down this interview that he did with news nation in which the whistleblower talks about it. Here we go. If you're telling us the truth, Mm -hmm. everyone, the entire American public has been lied to for decades. Yeah, there's a sophisticated uh, disinformation campaign targeting the U.S. populace, which is extremely unethical and immoral. You are saying to the human race, for the first time, an official intelligence representative at a high level from the U.S. government is saying publicly, we are not alone. We're definitely not alone. Absolutely, the data points empirically that we're not alone, yeah. Do we have bodies? Okay, so a couple of things there. I was going to let the whole thing play and then go back, but I just got to point this out. So something you look for a lot in, in body language when people are, are talking about truths and not truths is, is watching their head. So he very definitively shakes his head no when he's talking about this. If you watch the back of his head, let's watch it one more time. And then he purses his lips, which I talked about again on a, on a previous episode. When you purse your lips, you're, you're uncertain. It's a sign of uncertainty. And so a lot of times when people, you know, you see people go, mm, when they make that face, mm, I don't know, they're, and they're pursing lips. It's something that people do subconsciously. So here, let's watch it one more time. We are not alone. We're definitely not alone. Absolutely, the data points. He goes, absolutely, the data points. <laughs> okay. Watch it again. I'm not alone. We're definitely not alone. Absolutely, the data points empirically that we're not alone. Yeah. Do we have And then body- purses his lips. Not great. Let's keep watching. Do we have species of Well, naturally, um, when you recover something that's either landed or crashed, um, sometimes you lips. encounter um, dead pilots. And... Uh, believe it or not, as fan- as fantastical as that sounds, it's true. I mean, literally shakes his head when he says it's true. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now, again, with body language, nothing is definitive. These are tools. And, you know, who knows? He might just be disagreeing with the thought of it. It's an unthinkable thing. Uh, but to me, it's just... Let's watch it one more time. Just look at him shaking his fucking head while he's talking about this. Um, when you recover something that's either landed or crashed, um, sometimes you encounter um, dead pilots. And uh, believe it or not, as fan- as fantastical as that sounds... Also, he's closing his eyes, which is something that people do when they're thinking of what to say. So he's he's imagining, <laughs> okay? And again, it could be because he hasn't seen any of this stuff. Right. He hasn't seen anything. He's got, you know, word of mouth from people that are high ranking officials. But it's true. It's true. Look, I don't know. Um, I think he's full of shit. Personally, I've also watched the whole interview, which I'm not going to play here. You can check out the interview. It's on News Nation. He just it just. My, my, my body language inkling meter is off the fucking charts of bullshit and just the way he's talking. It just feels very contrived. It just seems like, you know, I think it's a psyop. I'm not sure the angle, 
I don't know why the government would want, again, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm not, I do think aliens are real. And there may be some truth to any of this stuff. I don't know. But why is this coming out now? Why are we all of a sudden like, yeah, well, we've got alien aircrafts that we're reverse engineering right now. I think it's a couple, it could be a couple things. I think one, it could be a PSYOP campaign towards our adversaries. So towards China and Russia. It's like, hey guys, oh yeah, just so you know, we've got a bunch of crazy fucking alien technology that we've been reverse engineering for 20 years. So good luck. Because I know you motherfuckers don't. So I think that could be it. Obviously, what a lot of people are saying is it's kind of like a look over here type of thing. Hey, over this way. Look, everybody. Uh, Like a misdirection, you know, distraction thing. Um, I know that the Department of Defense has been trying to up their budget for a very long time, which is already fucking insane. And they've gotten a lot of pushback from Congress. Well, I know something that would maybe uh, have no arguments. Hey, we need to up the budget of defense because there's fucking aliens flying around. (laughs) You know, who's going to have an argument with that? That could be it. Um, You know, there's a saying, extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence. I haven't seen shit. There's no actual evidence. You better show me ships. I need video. I need y'all to be breaking this shit down or shut the fuck up and stop talking about it. You know what I mean? We got enough shit going on here in America. I I think it's funny. Everyone's so fatigued from fucked up news that this has come out and nobody's moved. Everybody's just like, yeah, all right, cool. Let us know. Yeah, cool. Let us know when the invasion happens. I'm going to be over here trying to afford my fucking bills because I'm still in debt from college. You know what I mean? Like no one fucking. (sighs) And then. There was in Vegas, there's this video that just came out. This happened over a month ago. But there is a, a video from Vegas of a crash in some guy's backyard, a family's backyard, and they call 911 and they're like, yo, there's like 10 feet aliens in my backyard. Let me play this fucking clip. This is insane. It's almost midnight on May 1st when a Las Vegas Metro Police officer's body cam catches this. Something flashing low in the sky. 911 emergency. Minutes later. Oh, look, another blurry flash of light in the air image that looks like it was shot through saran wrap. There's a there's like an eight foot person beside it and another one's inside and it has big eyes and looking at us and it's still there. Someone calls 911 reporting two large figures in their backyard. Uh, I'm so nervous right now. The 8 News Now investigators obtaining another officer's video as he sent to the Northwest Valley home. So then he goes to the house. butterflies, bro. Okay, we're going to fast forward because just... Okay. Kind of curious. Did you see anything land in your backyard? Or? They see like a big, that's what they say. They see like a big, uh, like a big something with light. What I saw right now, I do believe in it. Police walk into the backyard to investigate, but Metro blacked out that part of the video because it's considered private property. What's clear? Well, that's convenient. They blacked out the part of the video where you actually go in the backyard because it's private property. Yeah? Okay. The fuck out of here. Anyway. I mean, look, we've had iPhones for like 20 years. You're telling me nobody has got any actual fucking video evidence of anything. Nobody's got any recordings of nothing. 
it's just cap. And it's unfortunate because in either scenario, the government's lying to us. They've either been covering this up or they're making up this fake thing now for some reason. It's just a, it's a lose-lose. And what I will say that is encouraging towards like figuring out what's going on, you know, the Senate is, or the House is like launching a hearing into these claims. NASA, the NASA task force held a meeting to go over UFOs and shit, which is encouraging. We're going to find out soon. But it's just like, I'm just so sick of like <laughs> conspiracy theories and and just horrible shit happening that you really got to just show me something or I'm going to ignore it. I don't have time. I don't care. I don't have time. You know, and if the aliens are going to come and invade, like you're telling me, okay, let's walk through a scenario. Aliens, if aliens are traveling to us, we're assuming that they have the technology to travel billions and billions and billions of miles an hour, ripping through the space-time continuum, folding space and time, moving in ways and directions that you've never, and they're crash landing these motherfuckers can't drive <laughs> like they're ripping through the fucking galaxy and then they get to earth and they're like fuck i'm losing control and then they just crash <laughs> you know what i mean and like and they all have like air traffic control compliant lights <laughs> conveniently on their spacecraft these mysterious hidden aliens that are trying to stay low profile they just have you know what i mean like really fucking think about it for a second and then I'll take the tinfoil cap off. But I mean, you know what I mean? Like, and why are we assuming aliens are hostile? Yo, if aliens wanted to take us out, they would have been took us out. Oh, the aliens are here to deplete our resources. They would have probably done that before we fucked the planet up. What, they're going to wait until we destroy Earth in New York? Looks like it's got the fucking sepia filter on on Instagram. Then they're going to swoop in and take our resources. What resources? It's fucked. The planet's fucked. We fucked it. We fucked it. Like Roman. Like Roman Roy. We fucked it. You know? They would have fucking... Oh, yeah. Aliens are going to wait till we have technology strong enough to actually fight back to take us over. They would have done it in the 20s. (laughs) Why were they waiting? Anyway. Whatever, dude. All right. It's time for everyone's favorite segment. We're, we're going to jump into the FOHHOF, the fuck out of here Hall of Fame. Now, we had an honorable mention this week that came up while I was on the way to film the episode. Um, our boy Donald Trump, who is just such an easy target, um, just got indicted for allegedly keeping classified documents. He, when he left office, he took classified documents in bins, okay, and has kept them in his bathroom, in his shower, in his bedroom, in the ballroom of his ho- This is worse than OJ breaking into the Hall of Fame and stealing his memorabilia. This dude snatched classified documents and had them just stacked up in his crib. <laughs> like, the photos are nuts. I'll put the photos in the videos you can look. I mean, it looks like this week on Hoarders. <laughs> you know what I mean? It looks like... Your grandmother's basement where they're just, she's keeping 
it it's hilarious. I mean, can we are we ready? I know it feels like I'm picking on the Republicans after last week, but are we ready to capitulate? Are we ready to take the L? I mean, this guy's a fucking jackass, right? We can all agree now. We're going to have a different candidate for the next election. We can agree that he's a bit of a fucking imbecile, huh? I mean, everybody was mad about Hillary's emails. This guy, his fucking bedroom looks like a filing cabinet of U.S. secrets. Who needs a whistleblower? We can just go through Donald Trump's bedroom and probably find all the alien information that we want. <laughs> right? I, what a fucking jamoke. Okay, here's the real F-O-H-H-O-F inductee. I was on Instagram and I got an advertisement for this app called Black Wolf, which is an app for armed Uber drivers. It's a rideshare app where your driver is armed with a gun. <laughs> okay, let me play this fucking ad. I could not believe this was real. I thought it was satire. You got Uber and you got Lyft. Now you have the wolf. Here's the biggest difference. Your driver is an armed driver. You have unarmed and you have armed. They're both trained, highly skilled drivers. Follow us on all platforms, IG and TikTok. We're coming soon, 2023. The wolves will be running. I mean, is this not the most American thing you've ever seen in your life? <laughs> oh, finally, a rideshare app that can pair me with a getaway driver for armed robberies. Great. <laughs> you know, who the fuck? Who's using this service? They should name this service Drive-By. They got to change the name of the app to Drive-By. Drive-By. You've heard of Uber and Lyft. Well, now your driver is armed. Get in, this, get in the car with an armed stranger. Better leave a fucking tip. You know, imagine you get, imagine your driver fucking drives you and he drops you off. And then he's like, hey man, um, can you uh, leave me five stars? And just pulls a fucking gun. And he's like, leave me five stars and a tip right now. Just fucking at gunpoint. I mean, this is a, it's a perfect ad for John Morant. Who, who's using this service? <laughs> and I got to know, like, what's the price point of the service? What, like, is this a James Bond movie? Why do I need a highly skilled armed driver? <laughs> you know what I mean? Who's using this service? Celebrities aren't going to use it. They have security. High-ranking government officials aren't going to use it. They have security. Is this just for like somebody to try to like show off to the bitches? Like here I, yeah, ladies get in. I got a, I got a black wolf coming and you get in and he's just got a fucking MP5 sitting in his lap. You know what I mean? <laughs> just like, oh man. I used to actually be an Uber driver. Fun story. Do I have time? How much time do I have left? Uh, do I tell this Uber story? Anyway, the F-O-H-H-O-F uh, inductee for this week is Black Wolf, the app, because get the fuck out of here, right? So yeah, that's it. Guys, I want to thank you for tuning in this week. Um, thanks for watching. Good luck. We got a banger coming next week as well. I'm j and that's me just telling the future. I don't know what I'm going to talk about yet, but I do know it's going to be incredible. I'm going to Detroit for 10 days. Uh, so I'm going to be, the episode will probably be coming out like 
Tuesday morning instead of Monday morning. These episodes always drop on Monday morning, but we'll probably be a day late because I get in on Sunday night. Um, So you'll have to wait a day. Sorry. But thank you again for listening. Again, if you're on Apple Podcasts, leave us five stars and a review. If you're on YouTube, like, subscribe, and leave a comment. And if you're on Spotify, do whatever you do on Spotify. Um, Thanks again, everybody. And uh, we'll see you next week. Good night and good luck. Good night and good luck. You smile and say goodbye to me, but I don't give a fuck. You have an Uber, after your future. Good night and good luck. You try to play your cards with me, but I'm calling your bluff. Cause it wasn't enough.